Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's up, guys? We're back with another edition of the DNBR Rams podcast presented by Chevalier Mortgage. It is Lobo Week. The Rams taking on the University of New Mexico. They obviously didn't play in 2020 because of COVID-19. Going to dive into just all of it. Going to start to preview the matchup, why I think this one really favors the Rams, especially on the defensive side. And uh, then I'm going to play some Jordan Kress audio. If you read that feature on him, I wrote a while back. It kind of talked about just what sold him on CSU. I play all that audio here, but I also... Play some questions that I saved specifically for the podcast. Just kind of asking him if it's going to be weird for him going back to New Mexico. It's obviously where he started his career after transferring in from a junior college. Rams started to get him involved in the offense a little bit last week. That was encouraging to see. Maybe he can take it up to another level, you know, going back to his old team. Before we get into it, Something to keep in mind for our homeowners, with the prices going up, it's creating natural equity in your home. If you have mortgage insurance, chances are you can refinance out of that. Make the bubble work for you. I mean, if you're in the buyer's market, you know how stressful this process is. Trying to buy a house in Colorado right now is crazy. The market's just absurd. Let Mike and Virginia Chevalier take the burden off this extremely difficult process. They're going to alleviate so much stress, and they're just going to take some of that worry off your plate. Mike and Virginia are DNVR members, they're CSU alum, and they actually have a fun perk. If you go to dnvrmortgage.com, you can enter to win a free DNVR shirt or hat of your choice. Most importantly, you're going to get set up with a free consultation to discuss all your options. That's dnvrmortgage.com. If you want to talk to somebody on the phone, give Mike a ring at 970-412-2472. Tell him Justin from DNVR Rams sent you. Or again, visit dnvrmortgage.com. Michael Chevalier, NMLS number 1931006. Virginia Chevalier, NMLS number 1910631. Cool, 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 cool. Let's talk about the Lobos from New Mexico. This game worries me. (laughs) Just being honest, it worries me, especially because it's in Albuquerque. Anytime that a team has a big winning streak against another one, it just... You know, it's bulletin board material. You know they're going to be fired up. I've mentioned this a bunch of times, and I'll play the audio later in the week from the summer interviews I had with head coach Danny Gonzalez and a couple of the the Lobos players. But, you know, going into 2020, that's obviously who CSU was supposed to open up against. New Mexico, they repeatedly, every single day, the coaches were, you know, asking the players, how long has it been since we've beaten CSU? How many times in a row have they beaten us? You know, 10, 10 just drilling it in their heads, trying to fire them up, trying to really make them want it. And, you know, the players were, were pretty honest. They're like, yeah, it's a, it's a streak we definitely want to end. That's, you know, we want to change this program around. We want to be more competitive in the Mountain West. Getting past CSU is a big step in that. So in that regard, I'm just, I'm a little nervous. I don't love that this is a game CSU must win. And you have a team that it's it's basically their Super Bowl. I mean, this and the New Mexico State State game, those are the two most important matchups of the entire season for them. 
maybe throw UTEP in there as well, who they they were like three score underdogs against and played pretty hard. They lost by a touchdown. Having said all of that, I definitely think the talent significantly favors CSU in this one. When you look at the two rosters as a whole, it's not that the Lobos are are horrible or anything like that. I do think they've regressed offensively, which is a little bit of a surprise. I, I kind of thought they flashed at times last year, even though they had to play like six different quarterbacks. It was crazy. They haven't, I don't know, they've just been pretty stagnant. They've really struggled to run the football. I'm going to talk about that in a second. That's going to be a big key in this game. You know, they've really allowed teams to run all over them and they've struggled to run the football themselves. And I'm sure Steve Adazio is licking his chops, you know, kind of looking at some of the numbers there. But if you're CSU, this is a game that you should expect to win. It's a game that you have to win. You are better than them. You have more experience than them. Like, at the end of the day, you're just a better football team, point blank, period. You gotta take care of business. I mean, I hate to say it, but they don't blow that Vanderbilt game. You win this and you're sitting at four and two. As is, you're you're you have an opportunity to go three and three before going on the road and you have a winnable game at Utah State. It's going to be a tough one, but it is winnable. And if you do win these next two games, then, you know, if you beat Hawaii on the road, you have to beat one of Air Force, Wyoming, Boise State, Nevada, and, you know, you can make a bowl game. So there's there's kind of a lot at stake these next two games. And who knows? I mean, if you're able to win more of those, you know, maybe you reach that seven and five prediction that I had before the season. I know it seemed kind of crazy after South Dakota State and Vanderbilt, but as was pointed out to me uh, by my good buddy Nicholas Toffelmeyer, you know, I, I had CSU sitting at two and three after five games. I got a lot of the, the game predictions wrong. I didn't think they were going to beat Toledo on the road. I didn't think they were going to beat San Jose State, though I thought the Spartans were going to be a better team. I had them winning the first two home games, which would have made a lot of sense, but you know, regardless, I, I figured they would be two and three at this point. That's exactly where they are. They have positive momentum. They're coming off of their best team performance of the season thus far. When you look at, you know, offensive success, defensive success, special teams, it was just a really well-rounded victory. If you're going to nitpick, obviously, you know, you would have liked to have seen them score a couple of more touchdowns. I would like to see them be a little bit more aggressive with the red zone play calling, you know, target Trey McBride a couple of more times. I, I was so stoked to see eight different people catch a ball. I mean, that's a much more sustainable brand of offensive football. But in the red zone, if there is anywhere you should be targeting McBride consistently, you know, that that that's the spot on the field. It's like Travis Kelsey with the Chiefs, George Kittle when he's healthy, you know, Darren Waller on the Raiders. These are the these are what tight ends are for. I mean, it's what makes them so dangerous. They're quick enough that linebackers are going to have a hard time sticking with them, especially in tight, compact spaces. And, you know, they're too strong and physical for most defensive backs. So as long as you put the football where it needs to be, you're going to have a strong opportunity to score. Now, if they're really keying in on him, doubling him, you know, then it's going to, one, open some things up in the run game, which is what you want to do anyways. But hopefully you'll have Dante right back or, you know, Gary Williams has kind of proven to be a solid option. I've already said multiple times, I'd like to see Cam Butler get a few more targets. You have a lot of really solid tight ends. I mean, CSU, if they can figure that out, if they can start scoring touchdowns, because they're really consistently driving the ball down the field. They're moving the chains. They've been pretty good on third down for the most part this season. They haven't turned the ball over a bunch, man. I mean, 
they've been fairly efficient, like all things considered. I know there have been some missed opportunities to stretch the field, and that's what made the the 60-yard bomb to Ty McCullough so encouraging. I mean, they need that. That's a big component of their offense that they've been missing, and they need now they just need to establish some consistency on that side of the football. Defensively, aside from you know, getting punched in the face by South Dakota State. I mean, they really struggled to stop the run in that one. They've really been great since then. And they had some penalties in the secondary that really cost them against Vanderbilt. But other than that, I mean, obviously, they've there's always going to be some plays you give up, but they've been pretty consistent on, on the defensive side of the football. Three games in a row, they've held their opponent under 300 yards. They just got to figure out that that complementary side to, to put more points on the board and just kind of help the defense out a little bit. If they can do what they did last week, they're going to be a really tough team to beat, especially if you can jump out to an early lead. And that's going to be a big factor in this one against Air Force. You know, Air Force jumped out to a 31-0 lead in that game. And it just kind of shell-shocked the Lobos. You know, they're not built to play from behind. And at that point, they just they ran the football down their throats. <laughs> Diving into some of the numbers, and I've watched some of the film, I mean, it was... It was absurd. They had 73 rushing attempts in this game and two passing attempts. 73 to 2. 408 rushing yards, five rushing touchdowns. I mean, they just manhandled them. And obviously, the triple option offense, it's unique. It it really confuses a lot of people. But, I mean, that's absurd. And then San Diego State, it wasn't quite the same type of one-sided approach, but it was equally as dominant in the trenches. They jumped out to a 17-0 lead and they ran the ball 43 times for 203 yards for touchdowns. In both of these games, New Mexico finished with more penalty yardage than rushing yards themselves. So they're getting gashed in the trenches on defense and then teams are running all over them. You know, it, that's just not a recipe for success. You can't sustain, you know, time of possession. You can't dictate the the tone of the matchup and they've just really been manhandled in Mountain West play. I mean, if CSU can run for 200 plus yards on the ground and hopefully they'll have David Bailey back, I think he probably could have gone in that last one, but was wise not to rush him back. He did suit up as did Dante Wright. I mean, Vivens looked great. Ajon, uh, excuse me, Jalen Thomas looked great as well. If they can get those three guys going, go for 200, 225, three, four rushing touchdowns, and they stop the run the way that they have been all season, and as long as nothing fluky happens on the back end, man, this could be a this could be a thumping. It really could. But I will say historically, this game it it tends to either be a blowout in favor of CSU, at least over the last decade, or a three-point game. It's it's rarely anything in between. The talent would make me think that this should be a blowout. But the context of the game and how much it means to New Mexico, and especially because you know they've really been embarrassed the last two weeks, they've lost four straight overall. That makes me think it could be a three-point game. You know, like I said, they're going to play really hard. And while the Rams have won ten in a row, talking to former CSU players, Izzy Matthews brought this up on the the podcast, which was awesome. We need to get back, him back on again. You know, he was like the Lobos. They played harder than anybody we went against. It was clear how much they wanted to beat CSU. So it just it just makes me nervous. You know, I I think the talent significantly favors CSU, as does the experience. And I, I do think the Rams will win this one. I'm just I'm curious to see how close it ends up being. If the Lobos are able to keep it 
tight. I would imagine it's because they're able to hit a couple of shot plays to the air. Maybe, you know, burn CSU for a long passing touchdown or two. And then on defense, I'd assume it's because they were able to create a lot of pressure, you know, maybe cause some turnovers, get a bunch of sacks, something like that. Rocky Long, he started his vaunted, you know, he runs a lot of three, three, five, four, two, five. He started that back in the day at New Mexico with Erlocker, perfected it at SDSU and now has brought it back. But it takes a special type of linebacker and safety to be able to play this. The one thing that the Aztecs really had over the years was safeties that could come up near the line of scrimmage and make an impact in the run game. They were physical. You know, they forced a lot of fumbles. They were sure tacklers. And the Lobos have just been inconsistent in that regard. They've missed a lot of tackles this year. They've they've flashed again. You know, there there is talent on this team. And that was one of the things Steve Adazio mentioned. They lost 34 to 0 to Texas AM, but he highlighted that they were able to kind of create a lot of negative plays. And, you know, they're going to have to do that against CSU if they're going to want to have a chance in this one. Cause I just think the the talent disparity is is fairly significant. I'm not trying to get cocky or anything like that, jinx anything. Again, this matchup scares the hell out of me. But if we're looking at it on paper, the Rams should definitely win this game. The Lobos are only scoring 15 points a game. They're allowing 27 and a half, which isn't terrible, but some of that is kind of skewed from their success in, in earlier games. But I think this is a big prove it game for the Rams. You know, they they kind of let themselves down, especially against Vanderbilt. They've responded really well. Now they've got to continue it. You know, is is this going to be like 2013? where they started slow, then they went down to Alabama, found some confidence and, and closed strong. Or are they going to kind of, you know, crumble back to themselves? Is it going to be like 2019 where they started slow and they had kind of a hot start, or a little hot stretch? You know, they beat down Fresno State on the road and you're thinking, oh, maybe they can turn around and then they end up, you know, closing with three straight losses to the, to the, big, to the big dogs. Excuse me, getting kind of tongue-tied there. But... It's, it's a big prove-it game for the Rams, you know? If, if you are a, a team that's going to reach the postseason, this is the type of game you have to win. You're better than them. You're more experienced than them. You're definitely deeper in the trenches. Like, you just have to find a way to win this game. And I, I have a feeling it's going to be closer than it should be. I have a feeling it's going to be one of those three-point games. But hopefully they prove me wrong and they take care of business the way they should. Uh, as I said earlier, I'm going to play about five minutes audio of Jordan Kress, an interview I had with him last before the San Jose State game. We just kind of dove into you know why I transferred to CSU, returning to New Mexico, all that. I thought it would be interesting to play this week given you know, it's Lobo's week. So going to get to that. Before we do, though, got to shout out the homies over at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. New customers can bet $1 on any NFL game you win $100 in free bets if either team scores a point. The last 0-0 tie in the NFL, that was all the way back in 1943. This is an absolute no-brainer. Existing customers, new customers, everyone can also get some skin in the game with the same game parlay. This allows you to combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more money you can win. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code DNVR. Bet $1 on any NFL game and win $100 in free bets if either team scores a point. That promo code DNVR only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. 
Must be 21 or older, Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions to apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. I also want to talk about the smoking hot deals over at Solace Meds. They're the premier dispensary and they are always hooking it up. They have four convenient Colorado locations, one in Fort Collins, one in Wheat Ridge, one up Broadway, one just blocks away on East Colfax from the DNVR bar. All October long, you can get Dixie Gummies, Solace Bars, Solace Sticks, Smile High Extractions, Summit Products, and 1906 Drops. Any of those are 25% off. On the 30th and 31st, the entire store is buy three, get one free. And on Halloween itself, you can get a goodie bag with a purchase of $50 or more. As always, if you head into any location and use the code DNVR20, you're going to get 20% off your entire order. You're also going to get a free Solace Bar, which is a delicious edible, or a King Cone, the biggest pre-roll joint on the market. Solace Meds makes your cannabis shopping experience a delight. Head to their website, solacemeds.com, order online, pick up at your convenience. And again, make sure you're using that code DNVR20 for 20% off, plus some free swag. All right, like I said, I am going to play that audio of Jordan Kress going over what sold him on CSU, the brotherhood in the wide receiver room, what it's going to be like, you know, going back to New Mexico, all that fun stuff. But real quick, I got to give you my DraftKings pick of the week. And San Diego State, they are playing San Jose State. I just, I think the Aztecs are going to handle this one fairly easily. You never know. I mean, Nash, he's a great athlete at quarterback, runs around, makes some things happen. I just think the talent gap is pretty significant between these two teams. SDSU is absolutely rolling right now. I'm taking the first half spread, minus four. You can get that at minus 115. You could even buy it up a little bit if you were feeling really confident. But I, I really like the Aztecs to cover that spread. You know, be up like a touchdown at halftime. You'll be golden. And then you just, you have, you worry less about getting backdoored. Uh, I had a same game parlay that got screwed on that garbage time touchdown for San Jose State. I needed less than 45 and a half points. That touchdown put it at 46 with the extra point. Infuriating, absolutely infuriating. And uh, that's why I really love to do some of these first half lines. Now, you can get burned occasionally if a team starts slow. For instance, I, I thought AM versus Alabama was easy money with Bama covering that spread. It came back to bite me in the ass in a major way. Obviously, the Aggies pulled off a big time upset. Everybody else in the country is stoked. Me, less so. Um, but yeah, I'm just really looking forward to the San Diego State, San Jose State game. I really like the Aztecs to cover that spread. That's why it's my DraftKings pick of the week. And I am going to get to that audio with Jordan Cresno. Has the decision to transfer to Colorado State, has it been kind of what you were expecting, a homecoming of sort? Correct. I mean, yeah, it's going as planned, you know what I'm saying? Came over here looking for a team mentality, and that's what I'm getting, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I couldn't ask for nothing more, you know what I'm saying? I got my brothers helping me out with things that, you know, I didn't know that I needed to work on, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, only way is getting better, and that's all I can ask for. You know, coaches are working on my details here and there. I'm working on my progression through things, so that's all I could have asked for, you know? What kind of sold you on CSU in the first place? I mean, I, I know you have a, a relationship with Logan, and I mean, coming from the area, that probably made it a little easier, but... Yeah, you know, uh, I mean, really CSU, I mean, just being home and the fact of, you know, team atmosphere, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. They're building something here, um, you know, under Coach Adazio and, you know, Coach Bailey, my coach as well, you know, in the wide receiver room itself, you know what I'm saying? It's just like a brotherhood. Everybody's kind of coming together, being collective, you know what I'm saying? Um, you know, nobody's scared to speak up, you know, fix 
you know, fix the problems that they see on the screen and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? You know, that's just building a great chemistry and great uh, teamwork as well. And, you know, that's that's really what kind of sold me, you know what I'm saying? Being invited in, you know, welcomes, you know, right away. I know issues, you know, you know, here and there, worrying about, okay, what kind of kid this is, is he yeah. hard work, you know what I'm saying? So having that aspect helped, um, you know, put me in a better place, put me in a better mindset, I guess you could say. How, how do you feel like your chemistry is with, you know, Todd? And that's obviously, it's tough when you go into a new system, new quarterback, and you just got to hit the ground running. Correct. Yeah. I mean, like you see us out here earlier, you know what I'm saying? Stay after practice, hit a couple routes here and there, you know what I'm saying? Been going and hitting the jugs the most, you know, I can, you know, just work on myself. You know, I feel like Toddy's doing his job, you know, sitting back there in the pocket, you know, she's doing everything we could ask for, you know, just slinging the rock here and there. And, you know, um, yeah, I mean, the chemistry's going to be there. I mean, we worked all summer on it, you know what I'm saying? So, it's just whatever that's going to click, you know, it's going to be something nice and nice and booming, but, you know, it'll happen sooner or later. I can't complain about it. So, How would you describe your game? Because when I go back and I watch, you know, some of what you did in New Mexico, it seems like you were a guy that could, you know, really stretch the field that they like to kind of take some vertical shots with. Correct. Is that what you like to do? And, you know, I mean, do you like the inside game better or kind of um, what do you like to do, I guess? I mean, yeah, I mean, as I said, you know, coming here, I wanted to work on both inside and outside. And, uh, you know, that's what they've been doing for me. Uh, they've been working on both. Um, you know, I did take some vertical shots in New Mexico and that's what they needed me to do. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Came over here, you know, they need me to do some, do some more crossing routes and drag routes. And, you know, um, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, it's just another added level to my game to, you know, better myself or whatever comes next. So. What was kind of going through your mind, you know, the first time you came out on the stadium? I know South Dakota State obviously had a tough loss, but rocking crowd, you know, it's full. You're back in your home area. Like, you know, what, what was that like? It's Fort Collins, you know what I'm saying? Um, that, you know, they just want to get behind the team, you know what I'm saying? And that's that's what we're, you know, building right now. And, you know, we're heading towards a championship right now. I fully believe that, you know what I'm saying? Everybody's got the right mindset, got the right mentality. And so it's going to be exciting to see what's going to happen, you know, coming into conference. Um, you know, we got San Jose, come out here, be one to know every week, you know what I'm saying? That's just the mentality. Um, I mean, and, you know, coming out to that crowd, you know, that's just what it was, you know what I'm saying? I was like, mm-hmm. okay, if we can have this every single week, we're going to be one to know, one to know, one to know. You know what I'm saying? It's the same thing for the crowd. We expect you know, them to be one to know every week. We expect them to be one to know every week, no matter what it is. You know what I'm saying? So. I know you got to focus on San Jose State, but obviously New Mexico coming up next week. Is that going to be weird for you to go back and play in that stadium? Um, I mean, I don't know about weird. I mean, it'll just probably be some deja vu here and there. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Playing under a different team and stuff like that would be a little different. But, um, you know, those are my guys over there. You know, I still keep in contact. They still call me. You know what I'm saying? Friends are friends, you know what I'm saying? Brothers are brothers, so I can't complain about yeah. nothing. Um, yeah, I mean, it'll be exciting to see them again, but at the same time, you know, we're going to come out with the dub, so. I'm just curious, you know, talking to some of the New Mexico guys in the offseason, they mentioned CSU, and, you know, CSU's beat them 10 straight times or whatever it is, and they're right. like, we want to beat CSU bad. Was that, like, something they talked about a lot, like, preparing for CSU in past years? Like, we got to end this losing streak. Yeah, I mean, uh, New Mexico, you know, yeah, I think it is like 10 or 12 years yeah. that they haven't beat CSU. So, um, you know, it was talked about and it was like, you know, let's make this an accomplishment. Let's make this an accomplishment. You know, they talked about it week in and week out. You know what I'm saying? And uh, as Coach Adagio initiated here, you know what I'm saying? We got to be one to know every week. So, I mean, no matter what the win-losses record is, you know what I'm saying? We got to take it to them too. So, um, I don't I don't plan on losing that here. And, you know what I'm saying? We're going to keep working our butts off and putting the best foot forward. So. Is that something you can kind of, like, yeah, tell awesome. the other guys? You know, just, like, they want it bad. Like, I, I know how bad they want it. We got to be ready for them. Correct. Correct. I mean, you got to be ready for any team that comes up. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, you can't underestimate any team uh, that we play in the Mountain West. You know what I'm saying? Like, as you see and as you grow and as, you know, I go in and watch film and stuff with coaches and, you know, the wide receiver room, you know, we see every single week 
somebody could change, you know what I'm saying? It could be better. They can get better or they can get worse. I mean, whatever it is, regardless, we got to be ready for it. You know what I'm saying? Somebody could wake up and be, you know, the best of their best. And then somebody could wake up and be the worst of the worst. You know what I'm saying? But you just got to fight through it. Keep your mental strong. So. Scummy like Martin Scarelli, turn jam into jelly, then drink it like juice. The water's the truth, so I sip on that too. Skinny looking kid with no car keys, like the only thing I drive is RCRV. He's got the stash like Steve Harvey. Oh, I'm gnarly like non from.